Hello fellow adventurers and welcome back to the Nerd Lab, where we transform our gaming passion into incredible game designs and learn how to nerd like a boss. My name is Marvin and I'm an ambitious game designer on my quest to develop a cooperative fantasy card game. And I'm actually also designing a dueling card game, a dueling strategy card game, so I probably have to change my, um, my podcast intro uh, from now on. So, but... What keeps the same is that for this podcast, my vision is to take you with me on this exciting journey. And together, we will explore the secrets of different game mechanics and reach the next level as a game designer. So, um, last week, I talked about why I think it's super important to um, yeah, put yourself out there and get involved in the board game industry and the community. Today, I want to talk a little bit about some kind of follow-up topic um, that um, has to do with some aspects um, of what I've mentioned last week. So, today, I'm going to talk about the importance of staying in contact with the people that are interested in what you are doing. And um, I will do that um, specifically based on the topic of email newsletters. Um, and my goal really is to um, yeah, show you how to do it, how to set up an email newsletter um, and explain you why you should do it. Um, no matter if you are going to uh, self-publish your games or um, if you just want to be a designer and um, pitch it to, to large publishers or so, um, or if you just want to be, um, I don't know, an uh, indie game designer, game developer um, that just uh, gives away their products for free or so, no matter what you're going to do, I promise you having some kind of uh, channel towards the people that are interested in what you're doing will, will create great benefits for you and your products as well. So before I start talking about emails in specific, I would like to uh, introduce a very well-known concept um, that is more or less the baseline of, um, of this. And the concept is called um, 1000 True Fans. The concept of 1000 True Fans goes back to Kevin Kelly, who wrote about it on, a, on I think it was a blog, a few years ago. And um, you can find the link to that um, post uh, in the show notes. And um, what he said really is that you do not need millions of followers, millions of fans. Um, the only thing you need is 1000 True Fans fans to be successful you don't need millions you need 1000 true fans um, and 1000 that sounds like an approachable approachable number so um, you might ask yourself um, well maybe maybe i already have 1000 um, true fans and well i asked i asked myself the same question i have more than 1000 followers on, on instagram though do i uh, do i already have 1000 true fans um and um, yeah, the answer is unfortunately no, because followers on Instagram 
or other social media platforms, uh, they are not your true fans. There might be some true fans uh, hidden in between all, all the other followers that you have, but um, a true fan really is defined as someone who uh, is consuming the content that you produce and is willing to, to buy more or less anything you produce. That's a diehard fan. Um, if you compare it to, I don't know, the music industry or so, uh, that's someone who will drive to every concert um, where you will act as an actor. And yeah, that's the goal, to, to get 1,000 true fans that will buy every game that you, uh, that you create. And that will, they will play test every game that you come up with, every idea that you can come up with. Um, and um, here, comes, uh, here comes the reason for the number 1,000. So the, the goal behind the idea is uh, to identify how many people or fans you need um, to make a living um, from, from what you are going to create. So as a creator, um, how many fans do you need to make a living? Um, doesn't mean you will get uh, you will make a fortune with it, uh, but you will be able to make a living when you have one thousand true fans. That's the key message behind behind um, behind that idea. And um, there is an, a math example um, that uh, yeah um, is like the following. So let's say you um, um, create something that interests enough people, um, so that you can earn um, on average $100 uh, profit from each true fan in that year. Um, that is, of course, different from business to business. If this is going to work, if you are producing a, um, a board game, it's probably difficult to make $100 of profit um, from a single customer. But if you, if you consider producing um, maybe a, pro, uh, um, a board game and one or two expansions a year that might be might be approachable or several board games a year but the calculation also works with lower numbers so we can adjust them later on um, so the um, if you have 1,000 true fans and you can somehow produce something that will make you $100 of um, profit, that's 100,000 per year, which typically is um, a living for most people in the world. Okay, that calculation is pretty easy, isn't it? But, um, well, you doesn't have to, to, to view it uh, so strictly. So you can also... Um, do the Mars in another way. For example, for you, it might not be um, the case that you, I don't know, need 100k a year to make a living. You might be, um, you might be okay with only making, I don't know, 75k or 50k or what, what, what else number? I don't, I don't know. Um, and um, that will definitely change the calculation if you only need 50k, uh, but you can still make 100 per customer. Um, that means you only need 500 true fans. But it might also be the case that you are not able to make 100 dollar uh, per year from a uh, from each of your true fans. So maybe you can only make 50 or so. Um, but you are okay with 50k. That also means um, you need 1,000 true fans i think you um you get the idea behind it um in order to yeah to make a living you do not need millions of millions of fans and sales um if you focus on um 
the true fans and some very um, loyal customers, you can make it. But um, as mentioned in the beginning, true fans are really the the most loyal fans you can find. Um, not all of your um, your fans will be loyal fans, true fans. Um, for each true fan, there might be two, three, four, five, ten, I don't know, um, let's say normal fans. And they will also contribute to your um your or can contribute to your to your income. Maybe they only um bring you 10 bucks a year, 25 bucks a year, 50 bucks a year. I don't know. Um, but they will also contribute to your um, to your goal. And yeah, I mean, you might ask yourself, um, well, this concept sound, sounds stupid or so. And um, isn't, it, isn't this true since ever? I mean, there have always been fans of certain products. And so, um, and yes, you're right. And also the concept is not quite new. It's uh, several years old. Um, but some years ago, the internet changed many variables um, of the market. And the most important one really is that you nowadays, you can have one-to-one um, -one, um, channels directly to your customers and fans. So you do not need um, to go um, via a publisher nowadays for example you can self-publish a book um, and a game if you want to we have those tools available we have kickstarter we have uh, um, let's say payment methods like paypal for example so i could send a one-to-one -one, uh, payment instruction to to one of my customers and would know their email address and probably the name who they were and stuff like that so in former times years ago you did not have that possibility um, to get in a direct peer-to-peer uh, -peer communication with your fans and customers and i do not only mean the buying process here um, or the sales process i also mean everything that comes that comes before and um, that one-to-one -one channel is exactly where we uh, come back to to the email newsletter list, which I will mention later in this in this podcast. So all of those new technologies and services like Kickstarter, like Patreon, like I don't know, um, simple possibilities to create a um, a web shop on your website that sells your products and so on. All of those technologies really help creators like you and me to um, yeah to create and maintain a relationship with our fans and um, hopefully future customers and this is really what um, makes the concept of 1000 true fans actually possible is that is it is something that probably would not have been able to to do uh, in the pre-internet ages or in the early ages of the internet um, but nowadays you have access to the entire to the entire world and 1,000 out of 8 billion doesn't sound too scary, does it? If you would say, I need to find 1,000 true fans in my city or my area where I live or maybe in the state I live or the country I live, that sounds more daunting. But if you have the entire world as a possible, um, as possible fan base, um, 1,000 doesn't seem too scary. And that's a concept that's called uh, the long tail. Um, that's also an effect of the internet where more or less um, there is a market for everything nowadays. 
due to the internet. Um, there is a market for um, the the very large uh, board games and card games and computer games, but also for the very specific and targeted games. They might not attract millions of people, but they might attract 1,000 people that really, really like that genre or that mechanic that you have created. And um, if they are willing to pay for it, that might be enough to justify uh, creating that product. Um, and in former times, you would never have found a, a publisher and um, a justification to, to create that product. But um, yeah, that's that the magic of the internet and the magic of the long tail uh, concept and also the, um, the reason why um, this very stupid and simple uh, mathematical um, example of 1000 true fans actually makes sense. Um, the original article about 1000 true fans actually all the new updated version of it actually also mentions kickstarter as one of the examples and um, one number that they come up with is that a, um, a usual average successful kickstarter project um, has 241 founders and um, that's actually far less than a thousand um, as you can see and if you already have let's say a list of 1000 true fans um, you have a very high chance um, of creating a successful kickstarter campaign if of course your product fits their needs yeah and you might ask yourself well if it sounds that easy why is not everyone doing it because i mean yeah first of i think there are two reasons first of all um, the concept is well known and many people are trying to gather fans around what they are doing. So um, it, of course, becomes more challenging to get the um, attention of people if thousands and millions of other creators try to get their um, attention and produce content for them that might be um, also very good or better than your content. So um, there is definitely... Um, a challenge um, and there is competition in the market absolutely and it's not a not a new concept it's a, not a complicated concept it is something that has been done for a long time it's well known you will find information about it but the truth is it is really time consuming and it can be really really um really really hard work to 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 create the the content and to get in contact with so many people and um, stay in contact with so many people and um, do the conversations with them and create the, the content and the products that they are interested in. So um, I think many people start out on that journey, but not many really focus so intentionally on it that it will be successful for them. So um, if you are really dedicated, um, I'm very convinced that you can make it in this market and that you can gather this 1,000 fans or maybe 2,000 fans for your, for your case, uh, depending on, um, on the numbers. But um, if you're really dedicated and are willing to put in the hard work, because it will be hard work, I promise, um, 
it is uh, it is something you can you can achieve but it's not something you can do overnight probably unless you are very very good or lucky um, so it will be a long 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 process and i think it is something for people who want to stay in the industry for a longer period of time um, i mean it is not only for those people who want to go full-time or want to become game publishers it's also um, community management and gathering people about uh, around what you are doing and what you are interested in um, i'm convinced that it is helpful for also um, smaller game designers that um, yeah might only um, do this at a size as a side hustle or as a hobby um, but they nevertheless they need people to playtest their games um, and um, they want people to give them feedback for example and um, they also want to um, yeah it could be very helpful if you hand over your um, your prototype to a, to a publisher um, if you say hey i have a list of uh, some hundred people that are interested in the game that might bring you another bonus point for your negotiation with the publisher so the the takeaway here really is um 1000 true fans um is just yeah it's not a not a fixed number it's just an, an idea that you do not need millions of fans you can get away with having a few true fans and the question really is how do you get those true fans that are um yeah behind stay behind your ideas your products and your content and that's what we are going to um yeah discuss right now so let's get started with email marketing okay where do we start let's talk about email marketing and social media so many of you may ask uh email marketing really aren't we living in 2021 um yes we are and i still believe that email marketing is uh, the best tool to get to true fans um, and social media isn't social media actually is quite good at um yeah first getting in contact with people um, by using hashtags and uh, jumping into already um, existing conversations um, you can really um, show people that you are there P show it show to people that are actually at the moment unaware of you they do not know you they do not know your brand they do not know your product um, but by using different hashtags and showing pictures of um, of your game for example or by uh, retweeting stuff about um, about you and uh, and others you might get um, people to get aware of you um, and um, yeah social media is really useful for that and um, you can also um, share your um, a big announcements uh, product information um, new artworks for your cards for example or uh, upcoming events all that stuff you can share that via um, social media but you will never reach everyone so if i put out an uh, 
Facebook, Twitter um, or Instagram posts, um, I will only reach a small number of uh, those people who are my followers. Uh, not everyone will see the post. But, um, and now we come to emails. If I send an email to that person, it is a one-to-one -one communication that directly goes to their inbox. And since I also know their name, I can also talk to them like they would be a real friend, like an email I would send to a real friend. Um, and it's not like a, a broadcasting tool like uh, Instagram, for example, where I shout out my message and say, look at me, look at me, here I am, that's what I do. It's much more like a conversation and that's something that I adore and that I really, really prefer over all that other social media. And that pretty much is the explanation why social media is very good to make people aware of you. It's good for the beginning of the journey to turn them from unaware um, people to aware people. And um, yeah, from there, really mailing lists are much better to um, make out of those aware um, followers, first maybe customers, then loyal customers and in the end they could become true fans if you um, yeah, keep over uh, achieving what they are expecting of you. That means you can really understand that as some kind of journey to get to true fans. You start with <laughs> the unaware popularity of all the people in the world um, and then you use As an example, social media or some other mechanics that we are going to talk about in the future um, yeah, to make them aware of you. And once they are aware, you need some place for them to go to and to, to build a relationship with them. And really, there is no better way than doing this with uh, um, some kind of uh, landing page, for example, and, and a mailing list. Because this is the way you will get there. Um, the possibility to talk to them one-to-one. Uh, one -one. I mean, I also, I also um, for example, have the Discord, Discord server for the NerdLab community, um, which is also a great tool. We can, we can have conversations there, but um, it is something different. If I, if I send an add everyone message over there, the response rates, for example, are so much worse than when I send an email to my to my email list so um, it just feels so much more personal when i when i'm able to send an email to um to that person's inbox yeah and um yeah since i have not used um email enough in the past you probably know that when you are on my email uh, list because i send emails very very unregularly so maybe once every other month or so um, and i never really implemented a good strategy for my for my email list so i do not really have um, oftentimes i do not have a compelling reason to join my email list um, i do not have a good content strategy um, when and why i should send out emails i always push this to to the future so i always uh knew how important it is and I always wanted to do it but you know all the time there were more important things um, to do right now and I postponed it to the future and um, used it used it barely um, and I think this is uh, 
such a huge missed opportunity um, for me because uh, I could have engaged much more with with you, my listeners out there. Um, I could have created much more hype around the um, the games that I'm creating, especially Mindbug. And um, yeah, that's the reason why I decided to um, yeah to make email a priority for me now and the the good thing is i think that's something we can learn together so i know quite a bit about it but i'm not an not an expert not yet but i want to want to become an expert in that in that topic and i think by making that process very very transparent i can create something uh that is um, valuable for you as well in the in this at the same time so that's what i what i've planned so let 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 me explain how i want to do that i want to start a little list building challenge for myself and um, yeah i invite you to to participate um and um yeah try to build your own your own list at the same time or um yeah maybe just uh follow how the process works for me um, if you're interested in that and um, the goal really is to um, for me personally my goal is to build an email list for mindbug for the game that's going to kickstarter um, and um, yeah in advance to that i'm going to um, to start an email list which at the moment really is let's say not at zero but pretty pretty low numbers so um i will set up a new email list for that it starts with zero and i will document step by step what i'm going to do to increase that list and i will also share with you how many people joined um based on which um which action i took and um yeah from now on i will um take one very specific action per week um to try to increase um the the number of people on that email list and um yeah that could be something like okay this week i do a guest post on some kind of prominent blog and see um how this uh how this works out how how i can um yeah motivate people to join my um my list for mindbug or it could be something like okay this week i I don't know, I just make something up now, um, start a Facebook ad for my game and see how many people will join um, join the game uh, game's list based on that. Um, or I will start, a, will, will post a, a work in progress uh, article on BoardGameGeek. Um, and I think the results of it could be very interesting for you as well because you see what kind of method works and uh, which one doesn't work at least uh, for for my scenario it might be different for yours of course but um it could be a good uh, a good starting point for you to know where to put uh, put your effort and um yeah if you want to um to join me and uh, let's say do something a similar challenge in the at the same time i would love to yeah to 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 share with you our <laughs> successes and failures if that sounds interesting for you, I more than welcome you to join me on this journey. And as you know, you always need a good, uh, yeah, a good compelling reason why someone should join your list. And um, well, this is this is one reason to join the the Nerd Lab um, 
game designer list because I'm going to share um, my results there via email and also um, describe step-by-step step what I have done in this uh, particular week. So if you're interested to follow me on this journey and interested to, um, yeah, to join me in creating a list, you should sign up for the NerdLab newsletter. And you can do so by um, going to nerdlikeaboss.com slash mail. I repeat that. You can go to nerdlikeaboss.com slash mail. Um, or you could click the link in the show notes. And just two more, two more remarks here. Uh, first of all... Um, I'm not cheating. This is a different list than the Mindbug list that I'm going to start. Um, the list that I just mentioned is um, particularly for this uh, email challenge and for the um, entire NerdLab community. Everything around the blog, everything around game design. But what I'm going to start is a, is a list for, uh, for Mindbug, the game that I actually want to market. And um, so this list starts at zero and... Um, yeah, we'll we'll see how we can develop from there. I'm not cheating um, with you on uh, on that list. And uh, the th the second thing that I'm going to mention here is I am not going to talk about any uh, unserious scammy things. Um, how to build an email list, like buying uh, names or abusing emails or putting people on the list that uh, didn't uh, consent to it. And no, that will not be part of it. It's just about from a board game designer's perspective or a game designer's perspective, how can we create interest around our products and get into contact with the people actually interested in what we design? And um, that is something that we can benefit so much from because uh, we can get play tested from that. We can get uh, feedback for, for our game. We can uh, involve them in the design process or in the development process. Um, for example, we can give them different artworks to choose from and uh, use the swarm intelligence and all, all of that. And we already have some kind of... Um, yeah, loyal fans when we launch our product because, uh, yeah, since we involved them in the design and publishing process, uh, we probably have been able to, yeah, create a better product that uh, fits their needs better than uh, we could probably come up with when we are um, only thinking about it at home without any contact to someone else. So um, that's it for this week. If you want to join the, um, the, the list and the list building challenge, uh, you can do that by going to nerdlikeaboss.com or uh, slash mail or click the link in the show notes and you will get um, the first uh, email with, um, yeah, with a little task uh, that you can do to prepare for next week. Next week, we also talk about um, yeah, how how to get people interested in our lists um, and our products and um, yeah, how to set up something like that um, because that's actually one of the most uh, interesting things about email lists. You do not really need a product. You do not really need a company. You not even need a website or so to get started. The only thing you need is really some kind of exciting pitch so that people might get interested. And um, yeah, we are going to discuss this, uh, the how and why um, next week. And until then, there's nothing more to say than 
keep shooting for the moon and nerd like a boss. Goodbye, everyone.